0: This is episode 5 of the Top Deck Podcast. I'm Jesse Green, alongside the punter, Jimmy Smith. Hey, what's up? How's everybody doing? Nah, I'm just giving you a hard time about punting, but we will get to that pun the week later. I hope everybody had a good week. Um, We got to go play some modern this uh, past week for a Mustang. Um, Obviously... I don't have a red Mustang in my uh, driveway right now, so I didn't win it. Um, I think you're still Carlos. I am. <laughs> so, I am. <laughs> it was fun though. Yeah, it was fun, man. It was a lot of fun. I
1: felt like I got like uh I got my
0: groove back,
1: man. Yeah, my groove back. And that shop over in Mobile, Geeks and Gamers was huge. Oh yeah, man. It looked like an
0: old uh, grocery store. Yeah. That they put it in and so it had a um Big gaming area, there was enough I think they had like a hundred something players there. There's it, almost two hundred yeah, players. Yeah, two hundred. It didn't even feel that crowded. <clears throat> no, not at all. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. And then you go on the other side and it's gaming.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had a whole bunch of computers set up. Um, those
0: gamers get into it yeah, too. Let I me tell you
1: they had virtual reality up there.
0: I didn't even see that. Yeah. All I heard was like people going off, like yeah, Yeah. just yelling. Like I'm thinking a UFC fight's going down. I'm like, look up at Street Fighter. (laughs) They got, uh, they have some rooms too that people streaming in. So I thought that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. The card selection was good. They had like what three vendors there. Yeah. Um, They did it. They did it. Really good event, man. Really good event. You can tell they got it going on over there, and the community over there has bought in to. To there like they, oh yeah all sure. the signs said that they're not a gaming store they're a community so like everybody has bought into that too man and i think they have a team there too don't they for yep. Magic? um i actually played against one of them i think round two mm-hmm. um so we'll see
1: from there but um i had a great time
0: so what did you end up sleeping for the tournament
1: i played jeskai Sahili, the cat combo Deck.
0: cat combo out of nowhere yes like you were originally going
1: to be doing some graveyard stuff right yeah and it just felt too much like a glass cannon it was honestly it seemed like you flip a coin you can win on turn two you land on the other side i and...
0: think what changed your perception of that deck too is like we were playtesting and you had the turn two gristlebrand and you didn't beat me
1: yeah yeah and i what... feel like if you get turn two emerald turn two Gristlebrand, you should just win there shouldn't be You shouldn't even have to fight it anymore after that.
0: And, I mean, we saw that deck there. Yeah. It was there. Um, What was the other option that you were talking about playing, maybe? Were you going to play Phoenix?
1: Um, If I could have got the cards, I would have probably played Phoenix, but it was trying to get the cards all together. Didn't really come together for me. And
0: then my tournament went straight to the dark side. Yeah. Dredge. Dredged them. How'd you feel? Felt busted. (laughs) Felt good. Um... The results, like record wise, I didn't. The record wasn't there, man. But you watched some of my games. Yeah. And it was just unlucky. Like, they had to have certain things there. Like, I, I could have easily
1: been 4 0 compared to where I was. It was that close. Yeah, it was. There there were some pretty close ones. They peeled them right off the top.
0: So, I want to go over yours first. Let's go your round by round before we dropped. And then. Um, We'll go what happened
1: afterwards. We'll talk about that after the turn. But I want to go round by round what you saw. Um, the first round I played against Infect. And they uh, Infect has a new card, Scale Up. Makes the deck... Scale Up. Yeah. It scales it up. It makes the deck scale up. Really, really good. And they play Teferi now, which is...
0: That means you can't do anything yeah. to their attackers on their turn.
1: Yeah, yeah, you can't interact. Um, I got Lucky in a few scenarios with that game, um, I'm playing, I was playing the new blue force card. That was really, it was really cool that I got to forces to ferry for free. Yeah. Just had to pit. what did you pitch? Um, it was like a serum visions or it was just like a cantrip, but if didn't it, care, no, I didn't care. It felt really good to do it. Cause he just slammed it. Went to grab for the dice and everything. And you're like, I hold a response. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> um, after that, I played against 8 Rack, the mono black, you know. Discard stuff. Discard. Hope they discard a Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I was able to combo him both times. He just wasn't able to really get Start it. Started out 2 0. Yep. Uh, then I played against Blood Moon, which every time I play the, <laughs> the damn Jeskai deck, I play against a Blood Moon deck every single and time. And they always have it on turn two. It seems like it. Like mm-hmm. every time, bro. The last time we went to the GP. You
0: come up, you're like, dude, I just played a Blood Moon deck. We were playing
1: right next to each other, weren't we? Or no, we were watching it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We
0: were playing right next to each other at the GP, and I look over game one. He's like, turn two Blood Moon. I'm like, damn, that (laughs) that don't sound too good. And I'm like, it's okay, you know, Jimmy. You know, you still got some things you can do with Nobles and some basics and all that. Didn't have it. I go, ooh, game one's probably not good, but you'll adjust game two. Yeah. Game two happened, turn two Blood Moon. I'm like. What in the world? I'm sitting there in the battle of my life against Tron. And next thing I know, Jimmy's getting up out the seat. I'm like, that was
1: quick. I didn't sign a match slip. (laughs) Yeah. um, It seems like every time I sleeve up guy, there's always a Blood Moon deck that's got my number. So, then you're 2-1. Yep. Um, Then I play against Smallpox. Smallpox. Basically, Black-White Land Destruction. (laughs) 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 So... That didn't really work out too well for me either. Um, so, I was 2-2. Two two. Then I played against... Had to win all the rest of them to get Day 2. Yep. Um, I played against Merfolk. So, what? when was
0: when we were taking a break and I was like, yeah, man, we're in this bracket now. we got to avoid all the janky stuff.
1: That was right before I played Smallpox. Smallpox.
0: Yeah. Didn't dodge and weave it. No, no, didn't. So, didn't. then played against Merfolk and Merfolk got you?
1: No, I was able to get, uh, get it against Merfolk. And then, what was the last one that I lost? Because I ended up 3-3. Th- uh, three and three. It wasn't humans or something like that, was it? No. Phoenix. Yeah, Mono Red Phoenix, that's what it was. Mono Red Phoenix. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was actually, that was actually uh, my first loss, was Mono Red Phoenix. I was okay. 2-0, and then my third round was Mono Red Phoenix. Okay. And it was a close game. La- um, Lava Dart makes that deck really good. Yeah. I actually... It's not that I was underestimating it, but Grape Shot just seemed so good because it was free. But just being able to play it for one and then sack a mountain and being able to do and it And then again.
0: Was, wasn't one of your friends telling you, like, Mono Red Phoenix, like, they couldn't lose with it. and Yeah. Like, they were trying to get you on it and all that kind of stuff. Yep. We, Th-
1: this was before. You want
0: to give them a shout-out on the podcast?
1: Who it was? Oh, Michael Malone.
0: Mike Remember, Malone. Yeah, Grand Prix champion. Grand Prix champion. Going to be on the podcast soon. Yes. We found a way to get guests on now. Yep. So, we got Mike Malone. I want to get him pick his brain on some things, man. I just love talk. I love talking magic with Mike.
1: Yeah. Good
0: guy to talk to He's about got some magic, He has really man. good ideas. Good ideas. He's been playing a lot. He's got a lot of decks to choose from.
1: Um, I almost want to say like, well, it's like you know how those people who you have those players who just all they want to do is just find the newest best the newest deck on the internet and they just copy it card for yeah. card. And Malone's just not like that. He's just one of those players who think outside the box. Yeah,
0: and he might play a list that you might know, but he might put a little spice in there oh, for uh, you yeah there's
1: definitely some spice um,
0: and I really think man like Mike's a good all around player but I think modern to me has been like his his thing yep um, we talked a little bit about standard we were going to try to go to that Jacksonville tournament and he's like man I don't you know got a deck and I'm like dude I got Espadillo <laughs> if you want to play it, you know <laughs> and he really it's like he wasn't even caring about standard like yeah. we were having that conversation he was all about some modern stuff right then and there um, but, yeah, I want to definitely have Mike on. I think he's going to be a good person to pick his brain, man. About some, i got some off-the-wall questions I want to ask him, you know. Um, and he just likes talking magic theory. He loves it, man. So that's going to be pretty cool. Um, as far as my tournament goes, so I go into round one, and I play against Niazu, a variant of that. And I beat him game one, which was pro- probably expected yeah. there then game two, I'm like, yeah, rest in, if you're playing white, rest in peace is coming. <laughs> yeah. I know it's coming, man. Um, game two, he gets me. So I'm thinking this round's going to go by quick. It's Niazu versus Dredge, you know. So then game three starts happening. All of a sudden, Jimmy walks past me, and there's a rest in peace sitting on the table. And he's yeah, like, I didn't Damn. think it was looking too good. Well, little did my Niazu player know that before this tournament, your boy decided I was putting a blast zone in the main deck. <laughs> Blast Zone came in the clutch. Yeah.
1: Blast Zone was a magnet for you that day. Get,
0: get the rest in peace off the field, yeah. bro. Let me dredge and get these powers out, and then I'll beat you. And, I mean, he was, like, talking, like, after I beat him, like, man, you know, this and this and this. And he was he was a cool dude, don't get me wrong. But he was talking, like, I can't. he couldn't believe he lost with yeah. the rest in peace out and all that kind of stuff, you know. So, I'm feeling good round one. And before the tournament, I come up to you, and I'm like, dude, I feel good today. Like, I feel like modern is not my thing, but I feel like I'm might be doing something today you know I just had a good mindset and I want to talk about that later too um, so then round two happens and it's Jesse at table five and Jimmy at table seven I'm like this is like the old old times here <laughs> we're at the top tables we're back all I gotta do is keep on winning and I look and I see the dude with the uh, the shop's shirt on I'm like okay he must be one of those team members you know and turn one I'm like faithless looting and he's like faithless looting and it's Dredge versus Phoenix smoke him game one like take him out like he had thing in the ice and I just remember just like something told me like if there's a thing in the ice out you just get it off the field so I'm like dump my whole hand configure boom you're done plays the second thing in the ice I got a board full of stuff by then he flips this thing in the ice I get all these creatures back in my hand and I'm like, configurate you for seven to win the game. He's like, target. I'm like, it ain't the thing in the nice, bro. <laughs> it's coming at you. And he's like, all right, go to game two. So game two happens. I think you might be done by then. Like we're in the Maybe. like second round. <clears throat> Dude, he stumbles on land, and I start going off. And by the end, I got him at two life. All I need to hit is a blood gas... A land, because I think there's a blood ghast in my graveyard, and I got a creeping chill out, and I'm like, this game's over with, and he peels off, like, three consecutive spells, gets Phoenix's back, like, he had to have the certain combo that he got, and he came back and and beat me game two, and then game three, I had a mold of five, and it was just kind of like, wasn't even close, because of the hand that I had. Um, so, I mean, right there, I felt like, okay, I'm not really mad about it. I, can st- I could have been 2-0 that quick. Yeah. So, I'm 1-1. And then I go into, which is my worst game I think I played all day, was against Infect. And we'll we'll uh, uh, go on that, the punt of the week. That's one of my punts of the weeks. But it goes to game three. I grind it out, actually win it. We actually win that match. So, I'm like, okay, I'm 2-1. You know, we're good. And then we go into... Um, Was it humans then? Or was it yeah. the blue-white? Play humans. Smoke them game one. And he had a good hand, dude. Like, he's he's got, like, five power champions. <clears throat> he's got all this stuff going on. I just, like, smoke them, though.
1: Yeah, and the humans can explode pretty quick.
0: Like, I started getting creeping chills off the top, and I just started doing some things out of nowhere, man. And then game two, I had, like, a medium hand, but I didn't feel like I could ship it. And he got his... um. Board presence out, beat me, and then game three is going my way again. Got him beat the next turn, right? I look at the dude, and it's just one of those things where you know I'm like he's boarding in graveyard hate against me with humans. Like I know it's coming, and so I board in my nature's clan. like because I'm like I got to have at least an out, you know? Yeah. Um. So we haven't. I have an out. Dude goes off the top of his deck. Doesn't even touch his hand. Slams down a crypt on me. Cage. A cage. A cage. Sl- slams out a cage on me. I'm like, that's cool. I got my uh, my claim in my hand, right? Little did I know that when I got this deck from Josh, he wasn't playing the four copper line gorges. One of them's the black red land. Yeah. <laughs> I looked down, I got no green source, bro. I tried to peel a green source off, and I got life the loans on my hand. I got all this. I need a green source. I got Configurate to win the game in my hand, okay? All I need is a green source to pop this cage. I can dredge, Configurate, boom, you're dead, all right? For five turns, bro. No green. No green source. Nothing. End up losing the humans. I'm like, that's the one that I think I got you know, kind of upset the the most about because I felt like he shouldn't even have been in that game. I had my answer. I couldn't cast it. And I can't believe I really overlooked it with the deck. Yeah. I can't believe it because it's the <clears throat> first time I ever played it. Um But literally, if... And that hurt me in some other games too that I didn't really realize. If that land had been a Copper Line Gorge, man... It would have been completely different. Completely different. Just that one land. So then I'm like two and two. I'm like, damn, you know, I'm still feeling good though. Still feeling good. And that's whenever we were eating. I'm like, yeah, we got to dodge this. We're about to yeah. start playing some jank. Duh, 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 duh. So I sit down and I'm playing against blue, white control. Something happened to you and you came out like early or something. You might, you might've killed yeah. somebody early or something. No, like that's that.
1: when I got smallpox. I
0: got smallpox. Okay. Jimmy comes the dude had already surgicaled me twice, had a runed halo out, and now if y'all don't know what runed halo does, they get to call something, they got protection from that card, okay? I got two configurates in my graveyard at that point, so I can't cast them. Jimmy's like, this just don't look good. So, I start sequencing, like, how can I win this game? Okay, here's how I can win. I still got Blast on, right? And I just got to get this dude down to, I think I said seven life. And I started counting all the cards in my library. I started counting all the cards in my graveyard. And I said, okay, I can get him to seven life. And I can beat him with no cards in my deck. I start sequencing this stuff out. I start hard casting like Galgari Thugs, <laughs> all this other stuff, man. Because I'm like, okay, I got Nicky Remember. Nicker remember? Narco in my graveyard. I got to get them back though to get my uh, my my dudes back from my graveyard so I can get triggers. You know. And I'm like, how do I do that? Well, I got to cast a Galgari Thug, and I got this dude's got to kill it. So I'm like, okay. So I start sequencing all that stuff, man. And I had so by the end of the game, I had Lethal on board. I got rid of this uh, Rune Halo with Blast on. I had Configurates in my graveyard to kill him, and I had a knew I had a creeping chill the last three cards in my deck, and he was at three life. Beat him game one. He starts talking to himself, bro. Yeah. Like, on tilt a little bit. Like, I had all the answers. I'm not supposed to lose that. I'm just sitting there silent. The only problem I had with it was he was kind of playing slow, and maybe I should have said something like, hey, bro, we only got 16 minutes. Like, we need to pick up the pace. I just this is awkward for me to do. Yeah. Like I hate doing that. Because he's a he was a nice dude, you know what I'm saying? Good dude. I just hate going, Hey man, we need to pick up the pace and I de- I definitely don't want to call a judge, because then the judge is gonna sit there and like watch everything you're yeah, doing. It just makes it's just it's like awkward. awkward. So I'm like, Alright, we gotta hurry up. I'm gonna start shuffling. I got him mold a five game two. He ends up beating me game two and we got like a minute left for game three. I'm like, I guess we're drawing. You come up, and I'm like, hey, man, do you want to go to Jacksonville, or you want to keep on playing this tournament? It's up to you. I was like, you think I got a chance to keep on going? He's like, you're like, yeah. I'm like, well, I am kind of feeling good today. Okay. I'm like, hey, go ahead and look for pre-registration. Let's look at, you know, make sure we can get a hotel, all that kind of stuff, because if not, I'm just going to let this dude get the win instead of the draw, we'll bounce. So you're like, nah, keep on playing. So then you keep on playing. Yeah. And I go on to the next round, and it's a blue-white control deck again with main deck surgicals. Played all four filter runes against me, attacked my mana base. I still have this dude. De- I'm hard casting stuff, man, out of dredge. You come up, you're just like, what the hell's going on here? And I feel like I'm in the zone. I'm just piling this deck out of like, seeing all kinds of lines to play with it, man. Got them dead on board, right? Because he killed my Galkari Thug, so I got everybody back. And all of a sudden, he's like, opt, opt, Narset, to fairy, Like, goes through 13 cards and finds his friggin' Supreme Verdict off the top. His last, like, he already, he already played one. So, I already know what he's digging for, because he's got to have it, you know. He's already blew up four of my land, Like, it's, I shouldn't even have been in the game game, to be honest. He surgicaled me twice. <laughs> But I just kept on grinding. I had the mindset of I'm not losing this. Yeah. Like, how do I win? And then he, you know, got that uh, supreme verdict on me. And then game two wasn't really that close because I had to fight through surgicals and rest in peace. And I was doing that all tournament. And yep. I was and I was going around I mean, them, man. But it comes to a point whenever you get multiple surgicals and then you do get rid of a rest in peace and they got another one. It's just like okay, you know, it's hard to beat that. And then he beat me, and so I was like, "All right, three losses. You had three losses. Let's bounce." Yep. But all in all, man, I needed that tournament. I felt like I piloted Dredge really well, except for the Infect matchup. I was excited again. I felt my competitiveness coming back out, and there was some games. I wouldn't say matches, but there were some games where I was like, "Man, I'm playing this dick like extremely well." Not a two month home, feel but I felt it like. And then I was, like, getting confirmation from you because you were watching. You're like, dude, I didn't even see some of them plays. Like, you were doing good with that. Um, So I was excited about that, man, and it made me excited about Modern. Really did. Um, It kind of sucks that Hogick's out there because the deck that I have is is getting hurt by that being out there. And if it wasn't out there, then the main deck surgicals and stuff wouldn't be going around. (laughs) But even with that, man, I was
1: still winning games. Yeah. You always felt like you had a chance. I always had a not, chance.
0: Not with Butter Knife. Not
1: with Butter Knife. <laughs> butter Knife, I didn't
0: feel that way. And for my first time ever piloting in that deck, man, like in a tournament scene.
1: No, I think you did good.
0: I mean, there's some things I could have definitely done better, and the man in base could have been better, man. But I was, I was happy the way, the, with the way that I performed. Even if the record didn't show it, I know, because I've been playing Magic for so long, how close I was from being undefeated. And yep. so I think that's something to look at going into oh, the future, sure. like how you're doing it. So going into that, the Modern Horizon cards were legal. Yep. Which cards did you see and which cards were you impressed of with the new set? Um, I saw Scale Up and Infect. That's pretty good. Scaled up the Infect deck. Yeah. Tier 1 now deck? It's it's pretty good. Tier 1 and a half. Like it's up there, like like yeah. you think it's one of those decks that's now a meta call. Like if you think certain meta is going to be there, I might get on
1: infect. Yeah, it's almost it's like a combo deck that doesn't it's not interacting with the graveyard right now. So I feel like that's that's a, a decent place to be in for sure.
0: It's 5-0 in some leagues now. Yeah. You know, Malone was on infect, so mm-hmm. he thought it was pretty Didn't good.
1: It, I think it t- there was a copy in the top eight of that tournament. Yep, in yep. top eight. Yeah,
0: top eight. So top eight was Hogak won it. Burn. Wurza, Green Black Rock, Humans, Mono Red Phoenix, Infect, and Karnwer. Pretty diverse That's what, Yeah, now. that's
1: what I think, too. I mean, we kind of knew that H- Hogak was the it's the, the boogeyman.
0: Yeah, it's the truth right now. It, it, I've watched that deck now, and I'm like, it's busted, man.
1: Yeah, you have to have the hate cards in your opening hand. If you don't, then... Like, you
0: got to have a ley line opening, and then even surgicals aren't doing it. They're just not doing it. Like, it, it can slow them down a little bit, but it's not... Don't think because you surgical that deck
1: twice, you're winning the game. No, 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 no. You need to also be winning on turn two or three. Yeah. <laughs> like, the deck. should be. You need really to surgical good. them on turn one, turn two, and then you need to win on turn three. Especially
0: if, especially if it's, like, piloted by somebody and knows what the hell they're doing. Yeah. Now, there was an IQ that you looked at, and it was nowhere in the top eight. No. So... Butterknife won. Butterknife won it. <laughs> so I'm going to build a new version of Butterknife so we got in our gauntlet, but I just don't foresee me playing Bant Spirits anytime soon. This, this is how I feel, man. I would rather take Dredge. With all
1: the graveyard hate.
0: Has there been that much graveyard hate as there is right now?
1: I don't think so. It's pretty high up there now. Like,
0: it's at least to its highest points where it's yeah. been before. When
1: people are playing main deck surgicals. Yeah. Like, Jerry's, he's Phoenix list over this past weekend was playing three, three main, main deck. Three main deck. Yeah.
0: Four traps and a board. Ravenous traps. Like, yeah, I think traps. it was three. Don't matter. I, it, to yeah. me, it looks like four. <laughs> to me, it looks like four. I'm just, I'm like, if everybody's playing this deck, I cannot play Dredge. Like, that ain't happening. But even with that, man, I felt like I had a better shot of winning that with Dredge than I would have with Bant Spirits. Yep. And I asked you the same thing, like where would you have been if you would have took Bant Spirits instead of the 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 Jeskot deck? And you said, I don't know, probably two wins. You know? But the Jess deck's doing something that's unfair. Yeah. You know? Whereas Bant Spirits is fair it's a fair deck. Period. Yep. Turn the most powerful thing you can do, this is what I tell everybody. The most powerful thing you can do is turn one Vial. Yep. Alright? <laughs> and then what's your turn most powerful turn two play? I said two wanderers.
1: That's and it's sad that's like your most powerful thing you can be doing on turn two like do you yeah. think that's accurate I mean what else is another value on turn two yeah I mean you could go turn one higher turn two Geist that's pretty powerful yeah that's powerful but
0: I mean he's yeah. a 2-2 two, two.
1: you're getting milled out your whole deck on turn two against Hogat
0: or you're staring down an 8-8 eight, eight, looking at you like I can't attack in now bro <laughs> You know, or like the, you, you're getting the guy who sacks stuff, and he's now he's a 3-3, three, three, so you can't attack any. Or Dredge, I can turn two, have 10 power out. You ain't attacking into that. No. Nope. You know, unless they're all blood gassed. So, I don't know. I'm going to have it in the gauntlet for sure, because I think we need to have it. But to me, Bant Spirits is like no better than a tier two deck.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: I don't even know if it's tier two. Might be. Um. So, you saw scale up.
1: How do you feel about the Force of Negation? Oh, it's really, really good. I do have to remember, and we'll talk about it on the part of the week. (laughs) 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 You can't do it on your turn.
0: (laughs) Cannot do it on your turn. I wonder how many people tried to do it on their turn and got away with it. Oh, yeah. Ain't no telling. No. So, Hogak Hogak was there, Lava Dart was there. (laughs) How did you feel about Lava Dart? Lava Dart was
1: really, really good. I played against a Mono uh, Phoenix player, and he had it in his deck, and he was just, he was like, Lava Dart you, Lava Dart you, Sack this Mountain, Lava Dart you, and it just didn't seem like that much. Also, they had, he was playing the Red White um, Horizon Land in there too, also really good. Is
0: that, do you think that's good for like Burn too? Oh Yeah. Super yeah. good. Oh firing. yeah,
1: really really good. I think that burn player was playing a play set in the stack. Yeah,
0: it makes sense cuz then you just get to draw like you you're basically drawn for 3 for mm-hmm. uh, 3 damage. It's a
1: it's a huge addition to the deck.
0: Um the other thing we wanted to talk about was and I'm sure there's other cards we missed, you know, but that's what we saw the yeah, most. Yeah, that's of. just kind of like what we were um what was, we saw. You know, and while we were talking on notes for the show, you said, "Man, put Blast on in there." Yeah, because you know, at first... like that that day i was like man we're going one of black did i do it at the table before the tournament
1: it was right it was, it was right before the tournament
0: and i'm like you know what screw this we're going one blast and on i was
1: kind of sketched because the mana base seems really shaky in that deck so i was kind uh, of you, you didn't even give me no
0: reaction with it you were just like i'm like what do you think man And i was like oh, i don't uh, know you gave me the i like it like the the fake i like it because you're trying to support me as a friend <laughs> And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go Blast Zone, man. Mm-hmm. Blast Zone and... Well, I just wasn't
1: sure about it at first, but then your reasoning's behind it. I was like, well, it does hit, like, Rest in Peace and stuff. So yeah, I, was I started just, giving I you... Said- I gave you, like, what, three or four reasons yeah, of why? Yeah, so I didn't really get it at first, but then, you know, your reasons kind of backed it, so I was like, okay. And then when I watched it and you were playing that Naya player and you Blast Zone that Rest in Peace, I was like... Yeah. That was a good. That blast
0: was a good Zone problem. was MVP, bro. It just gave you another nature's claim. Yeah. It gave you another aspect. Like, I was going to use it against, like, humans. Like, I gave you that reasoning. Like, man, if I'm playing something super aggro, I'll just blast zone for one and just wipe their whole field out. And so, I was going to do that against uh, humans and didn't get the chance to because I was sitting there like I need to get this damn cage off the battlefield. Was about to do it with blast zone, but it came too damn late. Yeah. but if I would have had that a little bit earlier I could have got that off and won the game like I should have anyway um, and it was just so good against like the blue white controls man of the world because I was hitting like the rest in peace or the hit halo yeah anything like that that they had that was like two to three mana I could hit it you know if I didn't have anything else to do because most of the time I mean you want to be dredging stuff and getting it from the graveyard anyway so you do have some mana that you can dispose of sometimes especially if you life of the Loan. Mm-hmm. so I was using it that way um, but if you're playing dredge or anything like if you're playing dredge, don't leave home with one copy. <coughs> you better put it in the in the in the main deck too. I've seen a lot of people trying to sideboard it. Don't sideboard it, put it in the main deck. It's worth it, trust me. Especially with this meta right now. It's worth it. Um so all in all I think we both had a pretty good experience there. Yeah, yeah,
1: it was really fun. You know, anytime we get to go out of town a little bit and see some people we haven't seen in a little while, that's always a good time. I was really excited to see their new store. Yeah, me Rich. too. The
0: drives there and back are always fun, you know. Um, Even if you don't do as well as you want to, but that was the... I told you, man, that was the first tournament that I didn't do well result-wise that I was happy about. Because I know what modern is. You know, you have to get some luck in those things. And I played the deck the best I could play it, and I thought I played it in multiple... Like, I thought I played it more at a high level than I didn't. And so... Me losing some of those games with people drawn off the top, man. It just it is what it is. Yeah, it happens. I felt happy about how I played, and I was like excited. I was telling you and Zach some plays I made, and it was just exciting. Like, man, I thought about that. Like, how can I do this? How can I do that? And I have no regrets, man. Modern's fun. There's a lot of
1: people who don't really care for it. I love it.
0: Had no regrets with how I played and how the deck performed. You know, just I think. If I can just get a little bit more luck on my side. Dude, I was so close from 4-0. That's what I'm saying. So close. And all my losses are game threes. Yeah. Pretty much so. Um, speaking of tournaments. Mythic Championship Vegas going on right now. Standard format on arena. What? Who do you like to win this thing? And what deck do you like that was submitted? Because you know the deck
1: lists were submitted earlier. Yeah, which I think is really cool that they put it all out. Put it all out there beforehand if you
0: want to be the best in the world you should be able to play through anything with people knowing what you're playing and you know when they're playing and then you try to like say okay here's my game plan on this deck now I agree so what who do you
1: like to win it and then what deck do you like I think to win it the whole thing I as a person I really like BBD I like watching him he's really funny I follow him a lot um, so I'm kind of rooting for him, like on a personal level. Yeah. Um, he's playing Esper. Esper Hero yeah. Darby's. And I'm not really a big fan of that deck, but I like BVD. Uh, my favorite deck is Wyatt Darby's Is It Phoenix deck, which I've been, I've been a really big fan of Phoenix for a while now. Yeah. I mean, since they printed the card, right? Yeah. Pretty much. What do you like about his list? Is it
0: something that is his, I haven't got to look at the list. Is his list, list got some different stuff in it or
1: is it like mainstream um, there's a little bit of different stuff in there. He's playing main deck augurs for art like phoenix. He's playing three crackling drakes. Uh, there's two kefnets, in which we yeah, which we saw that in um jessup's list. Yep. Um, last week, the week before last at the invitational. Uh, four finales. You know, I'm a big fan of that card. Um, his cyborg, uh, is pretty cool. Legion war boss. I like, I like switching up to Legion War Boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though For people sure. are expecting it, it's still...
0: It's one of those cards, and I was reading an article on it, man. It's like, people can know you're sideboarding that card in all they want to, but if they have no answer in their hand, it's just going to get out of control. Yeah,
1: and it's like, what do you leave shock in against your...
0: No, you just play the War yeah. Boss, and, and they know you're playing the War Boss, and guess what? Your opening seven might not have an answer to that card. Yep. So you might have to draw into one.
1: Yeah, but that's what that's what I'm feeling right now. What about you?
0: So, when we're talking about the winners, man, first, I think somebody that we might not be looking at could win this tournament. It could happen, especially the way the format's set up with you had to pre-register your decks. Now I know exactly what you're playing, so there's no tricks and surprises like LSV not playing dive down. You don't have that. (laughs) Um, But I think, I told you before, I think BBD is maybe going to win this thing. The reason being, man, is... There's a couple reasons first Brad Nelson is on the same 75 as him Brad Nelson generally knows how to meta game oh yeah standard you know that's his format everybody knows it for him to be on the same 75 as somebody who's been grinding on Esper Hero for it seems like since the damn format started yeah BBD's been on it and tuning it and, and, and playing it that speaks volume to the deck building of that because Brad Nelson whether you like the guy or not he is a good deck builder and he knows how to, to metagame against Standard. Oh, yeah. Or in Standard. So that is one reason why I think so. The other reason is he's been on this de- the, the same deck forever. He knows every line of play in it. He knows what to play against, how to play against it, and he already knows the deck list he's going to be going against. So to having all that experience, plus he's a hell of a player. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong, you know, he he's, there's a joke that from he, being ninth place all the time, yeah. but he's a hell of a player, man. You know, he gets a bunch of games in on Arena with streaming. He's been on this list forever, and he knows what he's playing against. He knows the ins and outs of it. So, I think even with his bad matchups, he can still kind of navigate through that a little bit. So, I think that this might be his time, man. Finally. He hasn't won a Pro Tour, I don't think. Has he? He won Worlds. Worlds? Yeah. So, I mean, it might be his time for this Mythic Championship. Now, the only thing that could be going against him is there were 17 copies of esper control <laughs> all right esper control is heroes kryptonite right and if you were listening to the podcast last week you know that I said that esper was going to be switching gears it was going to be going to a more controller version with search of its Cantas, with oath of, uh, or with Kai's ra main stuff like that and that's what you're seeing do it. the the meta shift into that man so, it, depending on how many Esper decks get through day one, like control decks, we'll see how good Brad Nelson and BBD do. The other reason is, is that Brad Nelson and BBD, they're already in the top 16. Yep. Period. Don't got to play to get in because they were the MPL division winners, so he's already top 16. So, not even having to play day one... That's a huge advantage. Huge advantage because now... You're going to let, hopefully, Esper Control gets cannibalized, right? So you can avoid that matchup as long as possible. And say you don't get paired with it the next day. And then they lose other matches. You're now, all the way to the top. Now, you, now you're now you in top eight, and there's only a couple Esper Control players there. Don't get paired with them again. Now the chances of you playing Esper Control on top four or top two ain't, you know, it's kind of kind of iffy there. So, those are my reasons behind it. Now, the deck that I do like is this Bant Midrange deck, and I'm going to try to say this dude's name, uh, Takashi oh. Iwasaki. That That's was pretty good. That was better than I could have right. said it. Takashi Iwasaki. <laughs> it's a Bant Midrange deck, and it's got four elves, four hydrocrisis, four branch walkers, two deputies, three J-Light Rangers, two mystics. One Shalai, one Tristani, three Teferi Time Ravelers, three Vivian Champion of the Wilds, three Nisses, two Negates Main, two Prison Realms, and two Bindings. And you know, so on my stream on Tuesday, I went on full tilt. All right, because I was so close to getting the Mythic, I was in Diamond, and then it just started like the wheels started falling off, <laughs> and I went down all, bro. I went all the way down um, to like the start of Diamond. And I just erased every deck I had. Full tilt. Full tilt. And and we're going to talk about this later, but I wasn't even in the mindset to play that day, bro. I wasn't feeling it like I was just doing it because I was obligated to stream, to right. be honest. And I wasn't feeling like if there was something else I could have streamed that day, I probably would have done it. Like a game that I was good at or something like that. I just wasn't feeling the magic that day. And I was like, just, I was losing like, and I was blaming it on stuff. Like, oh, he had to have it there. Oh, he <laughs> Oh, that. You know, sitting there complaining. And some of it was luck. But some of it, if I would have really analyzed it, going, you know what? I maybe could have played my Land of War elf on turn two instead of playing this on turn two. And then the game could have been different. I wasn't doing that. I was on full tilt. Went all the way down to diamond. It's the start of it. I'm like, I guess this mythic ain't going to happen, you know? So the next day, I'm like, hey, man, just get up and play some good magic. Cause I remember we were talked about it before. When you lose at something, if you're a competitor, it makes you get up and go. I'm not doing that again. Yeah.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: I'm gonna go play magic. I'm gonna whatever you're doing. I played basketball. If we lost a game or something, dude, I was at practice the next day. Like, we ain't doing that again. I hate losing. Yeah. Now our team sucks, so we did lose. <laughs> but my mindset was like, we're not losing, man. I hate losing. And then whenever I get lax or relax and I do lose something, it kind of snaps me out of it. Yeah, that's how I am too. And then it's like, hey, it's time to get serious again. So that next day, I was like, I'm going to get serious again. Start building this. I start building a Bant mid Range deck. I'm like, I ain't mass manipulating people. I ain't doing all that kind of crap. I just want to do something different, you know? And I'd already had it like tuned up, kind of. But since I was on full tilt, I erased it. So I couldn't remember the damn deck list. And I never sent it to y'all. Yeah, so I didn't know It, it started from scratch. Starting from scratch, I just couldn't get it right. It kind of felt like awkward, like the two, three drops, like something was wrong. I knew, and I knew something was wrong because I build decks. I just, I was like, eh, that's not right, you know. I was trying to maybe play a Johnny in it, yeah, and then playing the Hydra, like I was just trying to do stuff, you know. Then I took the Hydras out, took the Johnny, and I'm like, eh, now it's missing reach, you know. So I'm like, eh, get on top deck app. Oh, the Mythic Championship uh, deck are out. Let me check these bad boys out. I started looking at the Bant, like Bant Ramp. I'm like, I'm not playing that crap. I see Bant Midrange. I'm like, let me check this dude's list out. Start looking around. I'm like, dang, that looks pretty good, man. Yeah, this is what I had in my mind. This is what I want to play. It doesn't even look that powerful. What I just read, you guys, does not sound that powerful. We're not doing busted stuff, right? But I knew that this list was super tuned because the negates were there for a reason. The Prison Realms were there for a reason The bindings were there for a reason The Little vivs were there for a reason And I understood that because I've been playing against this stuff And I knew why they were there And I was like you know what Generally I'll take somebody's list dude And I'll make a couple changes to it Yeah. I took the 75 I just took the whole 75 and said I'm not changing nothing Because I, I already knew it As soon as I saw this
1: list I was like yeah this list is tuned man. Yeah and I feel like that's really rare for me or you to do yeah, To just take me, somebody's 75 And look at it and just be like No this is it I looked at that
0: seventy-five, and I actually, and it took me like ten minutes before I even played a game. I just looked at it, and I was like, "What could I change here?" Because that's what I usually do, dude. I went down the list, and I looked, and I was like, "I can't build this better. I literally cannot build this deck better. I know exactly why these cards are one ofs, and I know why they're two ofs, and so I'm like, it's time to grind out, bro. I lost one match in Diamond to get out of it.
1: Sailed through.
0: Sell through it. I'm sitting there on Discord, messing with y'all like this deck's this deck's awesome, man. Like this deck is really good for this meta right now. It could change, you know. Bruce, I just breezed through diamond, bro. I'm in mythic, sending y'all a screenshot. Next thing you know, I'm screenshotting y'all top one thousand, and I'm like, oh, I'm in top one thousand again. And I think I went fourteen and two with this deck so far. That's pretty good. If we were at a GP or we were at an yeah. Open right now, I'd be
1: in top eight. That's right.
0: And I, it's not like I was playing chumps, man. I was playing ranked matches against tier one decks, and I beat the top the number 348th player, and I beat the third top third, three player. So I wasn't playing chumps. But like, even if they beat me game one, man, the sideboard of this deck is just like phenomenal, dude. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to try it. I'm excited. Did you get to change gears on this? Like, oh, catcher's in the board. Uh, you got more... Permission spells. Um, what else is in this board, man, that I've really liked? Like, uh, you get another Mystic, the two Lyras, you get another Tristani, the Settle of the Wreckage one. How is
1: Tristani? I've been actually, that was the one that kind of stuck, uh, stuck out to me.
0: So, Tristani, the reason that that's in the main deck, man, is because you're getting, like, Bant Ramp is a deck, especially uh, on a marina.
1: Bant ma-
0: uh, mali- Arena. Ma- manipulation. And so, you can negate some of those spells, right? And then, finally, they're going to get one off. Well, then you drop your Tristani, because it's going late game. You're grinding it out. You drop your Tristani, and it's done. And I I already knew it. I I didn't even change it. I was thinking about putting no catcher in the main. I was like, no, I don't, because I know why Tristani's in there. By the way, if you play Monar Red, good. You know, by the way, if you play an Esper, still good. You're getting three bodies. you, You need that against that deck. And so, I've been super impressed with that. Um, the Settle the Wreckage and the Time Wipes, I know why they're there because Gruel is a deck, right? How many people are expecting Settle to Wreckage right now? Nobody. I got blown out <laughs>
1: blown out by it the other day.
0: And that's why I was like, I'm not even messing with that because I know it because pe- so many people play Little Teferi, they're not expecting Settle to Wreckage yep. anywhere. So whenever you Settle Wreckage like a uh, Soul Tide deck or a uh, Gruel deck, It's just like a blowout because they're being super aggressive on you.
1: Oh, yeah. Somebody absorbed something the other day, and I was like, what?
0: Yeah. Didn't see it coming. And it was good. Yeah, it was. And that's what I was telling you the the other day or last week when we were talking about absorb. Like, everybody's saying it's so bad right now. So, if you play two, it might not be that bad. No. When it's good, it's good. Because you're not seeing it coming. Um, The (laughs) baffling ends. You got three of them in the sideboard with another binding. Binding in Prison Realm... And we talked about Prison Realms some. We're super good right now. Super good. Because, yeah, people are bringing in their Sparks because of Mortal Sons. But that leaves them vulnerable to Prison Realms. Like, what you going to do with Prison realm? Play yeah. Teferi Bounce It? That's what you're going to do. You ain't running Mortifies no more. So, this deck, man, like, if I was going to a tournament, I would have 75 up. I wouldn't even change anything with it got you excited like the, the only thing that I've thought about changing maybe is the catcher because I board it in sometimes but you can't board it out you can't take it out because so I might sideboard in a certain way against an opponent game two and then game three I sideboard in a little bit different they didn't see the catcher, so they're not ready for it so then you put one of catcher in and all of a sudden you got something online four fours you know um, super impressed with it man I hadn't even played today didn't play much yesterday because I wasn't in the mindset to play. And that's what I'm realizing about myself. And we talked about this whenever we were on the ride home, man. Yep. From that tournament about the middle mental, mental mindset of magic or anything you're doing. And I want to touch on that in a little bit later in the segment. Um but for now, it's time for the pun of the week. And Look, my pun ain't even as bad as it, I mean, it's pretty bad still, don't <laughs> get me wrong. But I've done some dumb stuff, and and I've shared it with you guys <laughs> before, like, uh, you know, Oath of Kai, my, my Onchalai, you know, stuff like that. Um, but, so my pun of the week, and I told you I was going to do this. Yeah, you before did. Before a tournament, yeah, yeah, I told you, you I was going to do it. I was like, dude, I'm going to draw a card with Faithless Looting, because I'm so used to that. I don't play graveyard stuff, I don't play, you know, black, I don't do any of that. So, we're playing against Infect, and I go Faithless Looting, and damn sure if I don't draw a card off the top. <laughs> Caught myself doing it, and I dredged the next one.
1: At least you dredged it. At least you didn't draw two.
0: Yeah. Um, so, that was my pun of the week. I drew a card with Dredgers in the graveyard with Faithless Looting. I drew it off the top of the deck. And then the other pun of the week was not pre registering for an MCQ in Jacksonville. Yeah, that did suck so we didn't really even get did. to make it to Jacksonville because we didn't pre-register so by the time we went to go leave this thing we were leaving at almost 8 o'clock yeah. we would have gotten Jayville at 3 o'clock in the morning I'm like let's pre-register go to go to pre-register stops at 8 o'clock can't pre-register <laughs> I didn't want to be the Debbie Downer going hey man uh, what you think about this tournament because it's going to suck if we drive all the way to Jacksonville right get there at 3 o'clock in the morning their time, and then we can't even play in the tournament because it's yeah. capped out. And, it was
1: bad planning, really. We could have planned that whole situation better. And then
0: you looked, and you're like, man, I was going to say the same thing, <laughs> but I didn't want to be the guy <laughs> saying that I didn't want to go. And so we didn't even in the, I was more excited about going to Jacksonville for a chance to win an MCQ. Yeah. You know, and we didn't even get to go to it. So that's a pun of the week, man. That might be the second, pun, second worst pun of the week. Yeah. Oh, it definitely is. Because, I mean – the judge is always going to be the first pun of the week. Oh, right yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, say, At least he's
1: taking the title for right now. <laughs> yeah, say, I mean, say,
0: saying you got eighth place and you really got ninth and all that, it's going to be hard to top that. Yeah. But this was
1: probably the second pun of the week, man, second worst. So what was your pun of the week? So I, whenever I was playing against that smallpox player, I think I have him with the combo, right? With the Sahili combo. He goes, crack my fetch land, Fatal Push, the Felidar Guardian. I didn't even blink. <laughs> I go, force it, just get rid of this card. He goes, uh-uh, it's your turn. You got I him. I got him. So what happened? Did you just get your card back?
0: Yeah, I mean, card? yeah I mean, you can't cast it. Can't cast it. and yeah. then, So then you're like, I guess I just lose now.
1: Yeah. After the Fatal Push? I don't remember what happened after that. I was just like, yeah, I felt kind of embarrassed that I tried to cast that card on my turn. He was ready, too. Yeah, he knew. He was like, you can't cast that. I was like... Uh. Like, didn't even hesitate. Yeah. You told it's me. Like, He's like, He was waiting for you to do it. I know. It's like when you walk into a glass door or something. You're just like... He's kind of like walking the other way. <laughs> or, like, or like you trip and fall and yeah. you start doing sit-ups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So you're just did you like tune out after that happened? Yeah, I bit? mean
1: it was. I think, I think he'd start blowing up lands or something. He was just like thought seas, and I don't really remember. I was kind, I was kind of lost after that. Well, and the
0: reason I asked you that man is because the topic that I told you I wanted to talk about tonight was the mental part of magic, and really you can take this in anything you're doing, but this is a magic podcast, so I want to talk about the implications of that in magic. Um we started talking about some mental barriers before we even entered that tournament. Mm -hmm. Um, about some things that happens to us. Like for instance, the last time we played standard, I had so much pressure on myself because I knew I was a pretty good stand. Like I knew the format I'd been playing arena. I've done well on arena. um, and I knew if I was going to get back into top eighting tournaments, it was going to be in standard because that was that's always been my bread and butter. You know, I'm Mate. like I'm like the local Brad Nelson. You know, what yeah. I'm saying that's what I've been doing forever since I've been playing Magic. It's metagaming standard, bringing tech to it, and and going and, and getting us in top eights and yeah. you know multiple teammates in top eights and myself in top eights. And so I put that pressure on me, man. For one, because I'm like, if I can win this, dude, I can put it on my stream you know i'll maybe get some new followers i can get people excited about coming and watching the channel um i'm doing it because Paige knows this is my dream and so like i need to see some success you know i need to i hadn't played in four years you know three and a half four years yeah you just got the itch man i I need to see some more tournament success and know that to to validate that i'm still a good magic player and so i put all that pressure dude and i got so anxious dude my, my hands were shaking my mind is blanked. Like anytime there's a big decision to be made, it's like my brain could not process the information for me to make the right decision. And I was like, I would be touching my head going, okay, well I know there's a play here. And any other time I would make the play. But I have no answers in my head. Yeah. And I was like, man, I'm just putting so much pressure on myself, dude. My mental state is not good. And we started talking about life. You know, before we got to that tournament, man, about some of our upbringings and some of the things we've been through. Um, and maybe I'll share some of that stuff on a later podcast. I won't do it here just because of timing, for one. Um, but some things that, you know, didn't grow up with, some things that affected my life, you know, stuff like that. You started sharing some of that stuff too, man. And I remember getting out of the truck before the tournament and going, hey, man, we just shared all that stuff. Like, what's this tournament compared to that? Yep. Like, if we went through that stuff, this is easy. And how many people in here went through the same stuff we did? Yeah. And so, my whole mental state for that tournament was way better, man, than it probably ever has been, to be honest with you. Even when I was winning. Even when I was winning tournaments, my mental mindset had has always been pressure, pressure, gotta win, gotta win,
1: gotta win. Yeah, I feel it, man. I mean, just being a competitor, that's just... I feel like it's just in your blood just to like win, win, win all the time.
0: And I mean, I had been reading this book called Mental Magic that I told you about. And he's there's some good points in there, and I won't delve through this too much. But always trying to win is the wrong answer. It's about trying to play the best you can play. And then let the chips fall wherever they may. And having the mindset of, I'm taking this one game at a time. Not going, if I go 1-0 and here, then I go 2-0. and and then, you know, oh, I lost a match, but I just got to win two more games. Like, you can't do that, man.
1: Yeah, and I'm a big – I'm very guilty of that. I am too, like, man. I'm just trying to, like, envision how I want, like, the entire tournament to, like, play out and fall. And,
0: and so I think that's still good. I think you still want to envision you having success. Right? I think you wanna have that mindset. Like I envisioned that day. I told you man, I had my big red in my mouth, like the chewing gum going, I'm spitting fire today. <laughs> like I'm I'm dredging people out. I don't care what graveyard. I'm just had that mindset, man, positive. When I go sit down, dude, game one, there was no nerves. I had no nerves, man. And I'm like, Okay, I'm playing Naya. I kinda know what they're trying to do. I played that before. And he got a aggressive start. Wild Nakatas and stuff like that, and I didn't let it affect me. I just played my game. And then once I got that match out the way, he beat me game two. There could have been more pressure put on me, man. I'm like, here we go again, you know. (laughs) I didn't do that. I was like, no, man, I know what I'm doing. I know I got a good deck. Let's stay positive here. And then he plays Rest in Peace. I could have folded there. And I'm like, no, I still have some outs here. I got Nature's Claims. I got my Blast on. I know what I'm going to do. I almost forgot about Blast Zone <laughs> actually taking care of that. Rest in peace, to be honest. And I think I might have actually activated my Blast Zone a turn too late because I forgot that it came with one counter on it. Um, it didn't matter. Still won it. But afterwards, I read the card more and realized it. But anyway, I kept that positive mindset. And whenever I got up, you looked at me like, how'd it go? I was like, "I got it.
1: you got it. Like, you were shocked that I got it. Yeah, when I saw that Rest in Peace out there and that big stack of cards exiled...
0: But the middle, I've really, like, taken a, a approach of I want to learn more about the middle side of Magic, man. That's why I bought that book. I think it's so interesting because it's like sports. And, you, and, and, I, and I might not really like people who are great, so to speak, like a Tom Brady in football. Like, I'm not a Patriots fan. I hate him. All right? But I respect him because he's great. All right? Michael Jordan, basketball player, legend. I hated the Bulls growing up. want them to lose, man. But I respect him because he's great. I just like, when people are great, man, there's something about them I want to know. Like, yeah, what's, different, oh, sure. what's different about that? And so I've taken a different approach about this mental magic thing. And I'm trying to implement it myself and I keep reverting back to the old me. And I know I should change because that's what's helped me in my business career. I changed my whole lifestyle, my whole mindset about everything. And it's worked out fantastic, man. But I cannot get through this barrier in magic. I'm get, I'm almost, I'm, 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 making moves.
1: Yeah, you can feel it though. It's but I'm coming. not,
0: but I'm not a hundred percent bought in. You know, like, and we we talked about Malone a little bit about his mental, like, if you, and I've and I've done this. He doesn't know this. I haven't told him about it. But sometimes I'll, if I'm at a tournament, I'll, will just want to see what Malone's doing before the tournament, right? I'm not stalking him or nothing. I just want to see what the mindset the GP winner. Yeah. Okay. And there's something that happens, man. And we call it the zone. Yeah, That's what we call he it. He can turn it on. He can turn it on just like that, right? Whereas me and you right now are inconsistent with the zone. Like, we're in the zone and we're unstoppable. And then all of a sudden, we win like four in a row or something like that. And kind of relax and we're yeah. out of the zone and, and things don't go our way. But I'll see Mike be laughing it up. He's talking to everybody. Hey, man, how you doing? And then, like, before round one, all of a sudden, I see this, like, look in his eye. Yeah. Like prepared, turn it on, like prepared, like that, and you know the look, man. Oh yeah, we both done it. And then you go by and you and, and say you win early or you lose early, and you go by and I'll go walk around, you know, looking at stuff. And I'll go by Mike's table and he's got this look on his, looking at his opponent a certain way. Like there's no fun in games. He's focused in on what he's doing. He's not being an a hole or nothing about it. He's just so focused on what he's doing. And I've kind of like I know what I need to be doing. I'm just trying to get there, man. And so now, recently, like I got the top one thousand, dude. You know me. Normally, I'd be like, I can't do nothing. I gotta be on Arena right yes. now. <laughs> I ain't played it in a day and a half, two days, man. You know why? Because yesterday, I knew I was tired. I was like, I'm gonna put. I'm I'm not mentally ready to play this right now. If I play, it's not gonna be at my best. So I was like, don't need to play it. Right. Woke up this morning. I'm out the top thousand. I'm on like a thousand three. I might not even be ranked right now because I haven't played all day. But I knew whenever I got home, I know what I would do because I got done doing yard work and all that kind of stuff <laughs> at a house that we're flipping we're trying to sell. I would have came in here, got some water, tired as hell, need probably dehydrated some because it was hot all day. today. It's like 100 degrees. Yeah, it was... I would have came in here and I would have played magic and I would got frustrated because I would have been losing and I would have blamed it on something else instead of me. So you know what I did? I hadn't didn't play. And I told you this, you kind of looked at me like
1: "No, cuz you've been grinding."
0: That's kind of weird. I'm like, "No, man, I'm not playing cuz I know I can't play my best right now." So I can just rest tonight and wake up tomorrow, be refreshed and play my best. And even if I'm out of top 1000, I can get back in. That's the kind of mindset I want to take, bro. Yeah. I agree. I think
1: I think your mind has to be
0: right for you to perform well in anything. Anything. And we're talking about magic here, man. Like, That's what I want to talk. I want to talk to Scott about how he won that uh, the IQ. Did he feel different? Was his, his mental state, you know what I'm saying? Like, Because whenever I saw him top 64, the uh, GP with Burn, there were some times where he was super confident, and there were some times where you saw him kind of dip down. Yeah. So.
1: It's a, I, anybody who knows me. I tell them that those GPs, those opens, they're a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. you go on highs, lows. I mean, you can sit there and win eight in a row and then lose. I have watched some one of my friends go undefeated in day one, nine and oh. And there then, was
0: one at Tampa GP.
1: Mike's friend. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then and then you know. How high do you feel right then when you go undefeated in day 1 9 and Yeah. and then day 2 starts lose 3 in a row I mean it's just
0: I mean we happened it happened to us in Atlanta We both started 6 and 0 and then I got paired with which we knew was a bad matchup but I my mind told me that's a bad matchup What if I were winning that match going it doesn't matter Yeah How do I beat it Yeah and how do I stay positive with it? Like, is there lines of play that I can do differently? I didn't, though. And then all of a sudden, now I'm 6-2. and two. And now, now the pressure's really on because I know if I don't go undefeated the rest of the way, I'm not in. Yep. And so what happens? Game three, I maybe could have made a different play that I didn't do because pressure was on, and I lost, man. And then you kept a mindset, like, that's why I kind of want to talk to you a little bit about it, like your mindset. That was your first big tournament. Mentally, man, like, because when we were 6-0, and oh, both of us, we're sitting there on, both on high, like we're doing this thing. Yeah. And then you start seeing me, who built the deck, start tumbling a little bit.
1: Like, how was your mindset whenever all that stuff was going on, if you can remember it? Um, I think at that point, because that was just my first big tournament, I had a real, like, fucking attitude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they gotta have it kind of thing. and Like, you were just, like, I was
0: on a free roll? Way.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: And you were just playing free. There was no pressure. You yeah. were just like, "Hey, man, I'm doing this thing."
1: Yeah, definitely. I was having fun. Yeah. I, think, I think that that makes such a huge difference. Whenever you play decks that are fun for you, you don't play something that you necessarily feel like you have to play. I feel like you perform better.
0: And even if you don't, you had fun. So that was was so shocking to me, man. Because like every time I've looked at dredge, I'm like, "I'm that does not look like something I want to do." And then we're testing it over here, and I'm like, "This is pretty fun." Yeah. Then I'm playing in a tournament. I'm sitting there. When's the last time you ever saw me smile after a loss, bro? Yeah. Like I'm just like, dude, this is fun. Yeah. I'm having
1: fun. I'm I'm playing good. Like I lost. Okay. Whenever you're playing a deck that's fun and you lose, it's still not the worst. Whenever you're playing a deck that you hate, yeah, and you lose, you hate it. Yeah. You hate it even more.
0: But I just think the mental mindset of what you're doing, man, like. I'm I'm about to grind, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get in the top one thousand this time. I've missed it. I've been mythic every season. I know, I know. And I've missed it like barely razor thin, man. But I was grinding, grinding, grinding under pressure, under pressure, dude. I, there's no pressure on me right now because I already know what's gonna happen. I'm gonna start playing. I'm gonna play really good magic because I'm not gonna stress myself out, and I'm gonna beat some of the best players in the world. And I'm gonna get top one thousand. Calling my shot right now. You, I'm heard, confident it, you, you it. heard it right here. I'm going to get top 1,000, and then after top 1,000, whenever this tournament's there, I'm going to be prepare myself in a good mental mindset and have a good deck that I like playing, and there's no telling what can happen after that, man. No, nope, sky's the limit. So, I mean, I'm excited about that, and that's why I'm going to wait until I'm, till I'm mentally prepared to get this thing going. There's still like eight or nine days left, man. There's no rush. No. No rush. We all know what happens the last 48 hours. Dude, I've been there, done that. You stayed up with me till four or five in the morning. I know. So, but this is our dream. This is what we're doing it for, man. And we're doing it to have fun. And like, whenever I'm playing like that, dude, like whenever I went fourteen two, I really felt like I was playing a magic at a at a level that was like next pro level. level. Yeah. Like, not you, a, you not can... above average play. Like me and you. Like we always say, we're above average players. I was above that finally.
1: Yeah, you can feel it. You can feel when everything is flowing right
0: yeah like I'm making that was a decision that needed to be made and here's what I need to make it against and I
1: make this decision and it's the right decision yeah and just like when you set your opponent up yeah it feels so good you
0: let them play Yeah, what they think is their winning card but you let them do it and then you have boom 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 they're done like I was just I'm just playing on a, on a high level man and, I'm, I'm, and that modern tournament even though I went two and th- two three and one any other person say, man, that was horrible. That's what I needed, man. That's what I really needed. That got me back in the mindset that I needed to be on. That two, three, and one.
1: Yeah, it was a buffer.
0: That's it. Like, I needed that, and in, in the mental state that I'm in right now with this game is where I need to stay in. And I want to I make it even better. I want to make it even better. And I think the mental state is something I'm interested in talking to more people about and reading that book and just, like, throwing thoughts at people you know uh, that who who play at a high level like i think just i might just go to random people that's good at these tournaments and say hey man after you get done can we have a conversation i was going to talk to you about your mental state and you know what you're in i just that's intriguing to me right now because i know it's affecting the play that i'm having um speaking of play and planes (laughs) you're gonna be getting on a plane this week right
1: uh, Thursday. Yep, I'm flying Thursday. out to Dallas for the Modern Magic Fest, and I will Grand not free. be at this one,
0: unfortunately. Yes. You know, my wife just told me, "Where? Well, why aren't you going?" I, I know. Like,
1: I was like, "What?"
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Man, I'm just not like. I know I kind of like this goal. I have this goal of top one thousand mythic, even though it sounds like, man, you got you know MCQs here. You can fly out. I'm trying to sell this house right now. Like I gotta you beat, just got to be. a lot of stuff. Like I got this stuff going on. I know if I go to Dallas." the old Jesse would have been like I'm in yeah, 100% after she just told me to go (laughs) I'd have been in 100% but after this last tournament dude I'm telling you I know if I go to Dallas right now my mind's gonna be here oh man I could have been like if I don't perform well in Dallas I could have wasted my time on arena and got top 1000 or maybe somebody wants to go see this house and I should have showed it so we could sell it I'm not gonna go play my best magic dude if I go to Dallas
1: if and you I, know that.
0: I know it. Yeah. I already know it. You know it sucks because you know I love traveling with you and you know that I, I want to go to Dallas, never been. And I'm like, no, I'm just not going to go. I'm going to wait for Vegas because we got the Vegas trip planned. I'm like, I'm going to stay here and play arena because that's where my mindset's at. And it's with this house that I'm trying to flip and i got this other one working out. I'm going to stay here and, and play some good magic, man. But I know if I traveled, I wouldn't. So I'm starting to know myself better on, on what I'm doing, man. Oh, yeah, it's going to work out. So what are you gonna be taking to Dallas? I'm taking, is it Phoenix? Finally in modern, yes. From the standard version to now the busted version.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like I, dude, I, I'm excited for you because I think this deck is like perfect for what you'd like to do. I know. I I'm really excited too. Um, there's some new additions that. Right. It's real I'm. I'm basically gonna be playing um Jerry T's version from this past week. I may make a few changes here and there. I gotta play it a little bit more, but I'm pretty excited. I mean, I think Aria Flame it is, is busted. Yeah, it's pretty
0: good. I think, dude. I think that you play it, and if it's not something major that you're seeing that's wrong with it, just take the seventy-five, man. We just talked about that too. Like, how many times are you are we doing this? Where we're like, oh, we need to change this up, change this up. Yeah. And, and look, I'm a good deck air. builder. I'm a good deck builder. I'm not the best deck builder, but I'm a damn good deck builder. And whenever I saw that bent list, I'm like, I can't make that better. Just leave it alone.
1: Yeah. Just leave it alone. I feel like there's a couple times I've could I could have done that in my in my Magic career. Yeah,
0: for sure. And I mean, if Hogget's going to be a thing and all that, there's a reason why it's tuned like that. Yeah. You know, no, now if sure. you feel like the meta has shifted some and it's not going to be as prevalent, then yeah, you might want to make you know one change or think two changes. I
1: think it's going to be about the same though, because there's this. This will be the first like really big tournament. Yeah, since with mo- yeah, with, um, since Modern Horizons. So
0: I mean, I'm almost just like take the seventy five, bro. There's a reason unless some unless the person who made the deck writes an article and says this is what I would change. Then I don't even consider it. I wouldn't even consider it. So, so you're taking Phoenix, man. I do. You know, I wish you the best of luck. If you can go snipe one of these tournaments. You got what? Three
1: chances. Yeah. There's a MCQ on Friday, and then there's the GP on Saturday and Sunday. But if you bomb out on Saturday, there's another MCQ on Sunday, which is pretty. Exciting. So you got
0: three chances, bro. Yeah.
1: And a format that you love. Yes, I love mine. And a
0: deck you love. Yes there's only one thing else to do now go play the best you can play bro that's right man you go play the best you can play man I you're a good enough Magic player I think you can go beat anybody so if you go play the best that you can play bro you got a deck that can win you got the mindset that you can win you got the play skill you can win there's no reason why you can't do it man yep. and then now we're next episode we're going to say well here comes Mr. Pro Tour Jimmy yeah. Smith <laughs> let's have some man Mythic Championship <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Smith um so, Mythic Championship. We talked about Modern. I want to talk a little bit about Arena right now, and we're going to end the uh, the episode. But I want to talk about the meta shift um, in Arena. So, the meta shift happened. What I talked about last week.
1: Yeah, you said Esper was going to Esper control was, was going to adapt, yep. and
0: it was going to turn to control because it wanted to beat the mirror matches because there's so much Esper going around. So now. That has adapted, okay, you're going to start seeing Mono White creep up a little bit. Not saying that Mono White's a great matchup against Esper Control, but it's a 50-50 matchup against it, at least. Okay.
1: Well, if they're cutting cries out of their deck. Yeah. then And they're
0: leaning on Kai's rest. Yeah. Mono White might be the time, if you're t- going to a tournament somewhere, it might be time to get them Loxodons going again. Teach, teach, teach some people some history. Yeah. All right, it might it might <laughs> be time to go. Class. It might be time to go back to that. You heard it here on the Top Deck podcast. And look, we've been I've been nailing this meta pretty damn good, bro. Yeah, you actually you have with you with, really with, have. with Arena and Standard with saying this is taking over. I told them that before that happened that week, right? I told them about. Uh, we talked about the green black rock deck. We talked about all this stuff that's been going on. Mono white. That's for control. All right. You're going to see mono white start creeping back up. Then what's going to happen? Cries are either cries are going to come back in or you're going to start seeing hero come back. And red Green's going to have to start adapting to that some. And that's why I kind of like this bent mid range deck right now because it's attacking everybody. It's in a nice sweet spot. Yeah, it's a sweet spot with the cards. And I don't even know like if it's got a favorable matchup against anything. But I do know it's 50-50 against everything.
1: Sometimes, you know, sometimes I'm good with that. You know what I mean? When I feel like if I have to depend on my play skill to carry me through yeah. a 50-50 match, I'm usually pretty confident.
0: Um, So, we talked a little bit about the grind to 1K. If y'all want to come support me, it's SaltyJTV on Twitch. So S A L T I E underscore J, y'all come holler at me because I will be grinding and streaming it, um, and I'm in the mindset, man. I I'm excited. I'm I, excited. I, I don't for think you, I man. was in the mindset the last couple times that it's happened, and, and I've lost out on it. No, nah,
1: it. I could tell it seemed like almost like an obligation to you.
0: Yeah, like I like if I don't do this, I'm not good. Yeah. Whereas this one's like, I I, I feel it, man. I'm excited because I'm super excited because I get to play in a big tournament, like on this thing, and you know you just got to get in. You get in a chance. You got a chance, bro. If we get in, if and Zach's in it too, man. I know Zach's right I, there.
1: I'm really excited. And for so Zach, we both too. get
0: top one k, bro. Like if we get into the bigger tournament to to get to the Mythic Championship,
1: you just got to be in to win it, bro. Yeah, it's I like mean, the lottery. If you don't buy the ticket, you ain't gonna win it. That's right. Uh, that's right. Our friend Zach, he hadn't played Magic in years. And just came out of nowhere, dropped two hundred bucks on Arena, and it's just he's made Mythic every single month. And gives credit to the Salty J stream people, yeah, (laughs)
0: because he watches me play all the time, and he he, usually we're on about the same stuff, you know. And it might be because he's seeing some play mistakes that I'm making, and it's helping him out some. It might be because he's seeing some lines of play maybe he didn't think about, you know. And it's just we're buddies. We've always you know been playing matches together, and um, he's killing it. I mean, killing it right now you know and, and we talk about the meta changes and all this kind of stuff man and Zach dude Zach has been number one like support since I started this whole thing dude whether I couldn't have done it without him he come set up my computer for me he, he's been on every stream dude that I've done he's always there Yep, he's MVP. He's helping me in the Discord. He's one of my mods. He's just like, I'm I'm happy for him, bro. Like, I hope he kills it. I hope he gets top. I hope we're both in top thousand. Yeah. And we're like, we're preparing for the big tournament together, man. And we get on these 75 that we feel like, bro, this is it. Like, we, we got a chance to do this thing. And we're streaming. Like, I'm streaming... I'm gonna stream it, bro. If I get in the big tournament, I'm streaming it that day. Oh yeah. And I'm gonna be in the
1: nosebleeds and, gold huh, gold level, cheering y'all up. <laughs> now I now
0: I ain't gonna lie, I'm gonna I am gonna have to put a uh, like a delay on the stream because if you're playing that big tournament they can stream snipe you. Mm, yeah, that is so the thing. I'm gonna have to put the delay on I forget, there. I forgot. I always forget about that. Yeah, I had to put the little delay on there. Don't need nobody salty <laughs> just stream sniping salty J. Um, but the mindset of doing it man like it's been a burden I think like you said to me a lot of pressure like you gotta do top 1000 you're you're streaming now you gotta do it because if you don't do it nobody wants to watch your crap you know but now it's like I got the mindset like I'm doing it because I know I can play this game at a high level I have fun playing it and we're just gonna get there man like, I got the mindset
1: going. Dude, I think you can do it. And I, think, I know you can. I hope
0: you got the mindset going to Dallas, bro, because I know you can do it. I'm really excited. I'm really excited about Dallas. I um, want to say thank you for everybody that's – Still listening to us?
1: Yeah, definitely we got
0: the audio right now. I think our audio is on point. You know, it's a learning curve, man. We've never done this before. I've never po- done a podcast. Jimmy's never done a Dude, podcast. I, I
1: went back and listened to some of them episodes. This yeah, first couple, of, the mean, audio is so bad, so bad. So bro. But anybody the last, who's still listening, yeah, <laughs> thank written, y'all, thank y'all, y'all so much. You still listening? Y'all are ride or die. Thank y'all <laughs> yeah. so much.
0: Um, but it, we got the audio fixed now for sure because yeah, the last episode way was awesome, better. man. And then we, now we can get some guests on the show. Um, so we're going to keep going with this thing, man. Like, we're not going to quit just because we had a couple setbacks on it, you know. We're not quitters. Nope. Um, but appreciate all you guys, man. Jimmy, good luck in Dallas, bro. If Whatever I can do to help you, I'm here, man. You know, how, if you need to find some,
1: some card, I'll find it. Look, you know I'm going to send you a picture of my deck list to make sure I got 15 Cyborg cards. <laughs> Speaking of that, you still
0: didn't. You were still missing the card the last tournament, and I found it. Yep. <laughs> you sent that, in that one list you sent to, like, what, 20 people? I sent
1: it in a group chat, and nobody else noticed I only had 15 cards in my sideboard. Yep. You were the only one. only
0: one, so I'm going to be there for you, man. I know you can go do it. I appreciate everybody listening to us. Hope you all have a great weekend. This is the Top
1: Deck Podcast.